Welcome, welcome to this installment of Flute Stories. I'm Karen Kebra, and I'm delighted to be your guide to play for you and to tell you the stories behind the music written for the most beloved woodwind instrument of all. I love pieces with a strong sense of place, especially if the music evokes nature and the seasons. One of my very favorite pieces to perform is Catherine Hoover's Winter Spirits. Few pieces feel more natural to play than this one. It has an organic quality and an ease that belies a printed score that looks intimidating at first glance. Catherine Hoover was born in West Virginia in 1937, but grew up in Philadelphia and then went to music schools in New York City to study the flute. When she began composing in the 1970s in New York, she really struggled with being taken seriously as a woman composer. Her response to that was to become deeply involved in the Women's Inter-Arts Center, and in 1978 she organized the first festival of women's music. Although the festival continued only until 1981, it made a difference for women composers. Catherine Hoover really deserves credit for helping to better balance the gender inequity scales for composers. If you skim the titles of Catherine Hoover's huge collection of compositions, nature themes jump out at you. Wonderful titles like Summer Night, Canyon Echoes, Reflections, Mariposas, Wood Song, though she wrote for huge varieties of ensembles, big and small, instruments and voices, it's the solo flute pieces that call to me. They make me want to grab a folk flute, stick it in my back pocket, and head off on a hike into an echoey desert canyon. The consensus seems to be that Catherine Hoover's most popular piece for solo flute was Coco Paley. That's what's playing in the background. I mention it for its appeal and because it seemed to lay the groundwork for winter spirits. Coco Paley is the little mischievous hunchback flute player guy, a Native American god of fertility who first appeared painted or carved into rocks at ancient sites but has since become ubiquitous everywhere in the desert southwest, especially in kitschy souvenir shops. I can't help but think that Catherine Hoover's Coco Paley is a kind of tip of the cap to Debussy's famous flute piece, Searings. Catherine Hoover wrote Winter Spirits in 1997, seven years after Coco Paley. Of the two pieces, I really prefer Winter Spirits for its variety and amazing depth of expression. This is idiomatic flute music written by a wonderful flutist, and it shows. The opening first line of the piece is written as one very long measure. That lack of bar lines makes for a soaring, spinning quality. It never fails to conjure images for me of snow devils, which we have here in Vermont where I live. On dry winter days, when wind stirs up the snow-covered fields, it creates those magical spinning vortexes of snow. There's not a single time signature in this piece, and even so, the liberal use of accents gives it rhythmic incisiveness, and 
the very specific and wide-ranging dynamics from triple piano to fortissimo make it almost cinematic. Like great folk music, this piece has dance and chant in equal measure. It's pretty obvious when the dancing spirits or kachinas make their appearance. And later we hear incantation trading off with a suggestion of drumming. In her published score for this piece, Catherine Hoover included some helpful and heartfelt context for winter spirits. Here's what she wrote. There is a picture by the marvelous artist Marie Buchfink of a Native American flute player. From his flute rises a cloud of kachinas and totem spirits. This piece has also risen from his notes and is indeed influenced by Native American music. The idea of the flute invoking beneficial spirits, be they kachinas or any other, is a very natural one. Such spirits are an accepted and valued part of life in most of the world, and the flute has been used to honor and invite their presence for countless ages.
This has been Flute Stories, an offshoot of the Muse Mentors podcast. To hear more, go to musementors.com.